Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Buffalo Common Council President, at least for a couple more days, Darius Pridgen uh, with us here uh, as he said goodbye along with Ulysses Wingo yesterday uh, after over a decade on Buffalo's Common Council. Thanks so much for being with us. I I, I mean, yesterday kind of had to be a little uh, different for you, surreal feeling being on the council for so long and knowing that that was your last meeting. You're kind of uh, you're used to (laughs) saying goodbye to other people, not having them do so for you. It was a different day, but uh, it was a day that uh, I chose uh, to uh, leave the council. I mean, a, a season in which I chose to leave the council. So it was a good day. It was a good day. Why now? I know we've had this conversation before, but, you know, as you had a couple months here to reflect on your decision and your leaving office, do you feel that you made a right one? And why did you decide now is the time to leave? Oh, definitely a right one. Um, I didn't have to leave. Um, you know, I could have ran again. I expect or hope that people would have elected me again. They've done so uh, several times with overwhelming numbers. Um, you know, I've been very clear of why. Um, every time that I ran, I prayed, and I really felt an unction to run. And uh, this time, I didn't. And there is no uh, hidden agenda. There is no plan uh, for the future except Pastor Trubethel, Um, and it was time to move on. You know, I think that um, you have to know your shelf life, uh, when you have been effective, and when it's time to do something different. It is going to be a different time uh, without you uh, on the council, without uh, Ulysses Wingo on the council. It's a little bit of a shakeup in what has really been kind of a steady hand throughout the city of Buffalo for a decade plus. What do you think that change will bring to the city? You know, change um, by its nature is always stressful. Um, There will be um, a difference, but difference is good, whether it's in government or most things. Um, I think that, you know, the two incoming uh, council uh, women uh, will do a great job for our city. Uh, the city, the, their constituents chose them. I think, um, you know, when you look at Buffalo is is headed for a lot of different changes financially um, and legislatively. You know, we, we still have a housing crisis here. Um, when the ARP money is gone, I think we're going to have to find some ways to adjust budgets. 
Um, and I think that the people who are still there, who remain, my colleagues who remain, and those who are there are going to have some challenges, but I think they're up to the task. When you look back uh, 12 years on Buffalo's Common Council, where Buffalo was over a decade ago when you started, where Buffalo is now, what do you think has been the biggest change, and what are you most proud of in that time? You know, I think the, some of the biggest changes have been some of the most controversial uh, issues, uh, whether it was redistricting or police reform. Um, you know, when I first came on, there was a there was tents out in uh, city halls uh, outside of city hall. Uh, if you remember, they built a tent city and talked about economics. Um, and I think some of those issues are still there, and not just for Buffalo, but for cities across the country, uh, our size and even larger. There's still a a racial divide. Um, one of the things that I, I'm most thankful for um, is to be able to talk about race and race relations. When I first got on the council, if you said if I said race, people said, "Oh, he's playing the race card." And then we had a white supremacist come through Buffalo and unfortunately kill many people, but it opened up a conversation that we are now able to have about the inequalities, um, not just in Buffalo, I wanna be clear, across our country, and now being able to talk about it. Um, one of the things I think you just asked me was about, um, you know, most proud, there's so many things. And one of the things that I'm grateful for is uh, the African-American Heritage Corridor and it really moving forward um, and our um, push, the mayor's push and the council's support of affordable housing. One of the things that I hear about most and continue to hear about is affordable housing. Um, and I think we have to continue to move forward in that. But I know at one point, all of the housing in downtown Buffalo was market rate. And I just remember working so hard to bring affordable housing. And we see that now um, when we look at the housing next door to Bray Miller and other pushes that we have put made uh, for affordable housing, no matter what side of town you live on. What work still has to be done there? I know there's notable projects, uh, obviously Marine Drive, uh, the Perry uh, project that's still kind of uh, going on right now. We might see demolition or should see demolition, I should say, this year. Uh, where else do you see room for affordable housing and room to improve on that front in the city? All over our city. Our city cannot be a city where one side is all of the haves and one side is all of the have-nots. And that happens by a plan, by strategic planning and looking and being a welcoming city as we have been. Our city, and you look at the council, you know, right now all the conversation is there are two women on the council and we haven't had women on the council. But I really predict that in this next election cycle, uh, three, three and a half years from now, um, we're going to see more uh, change. We are going to see uh, different ethnicities uh, on the council because our city is no longer you know, Italians, Polish, and African-American. Um, our city is changing. And that means representation will come from different areas and different types of people. And that's great because we are a melting pot. 
Um, but I do see that there will be changes in political office. Right now, you know, you see political office being black and white. Um, but I do think you will see black and white and brown um, um, that will come to that are in our city and that will be the leaders of our city uh, very soon. Is that going to be an easy thing going forward to, you know, you mentioned melting pot at the same time you mentioned the uh, African-American heritage corridor. You know, everyone knows uh, the old Polish neighborhoods right in Buffalo, uh, Kaiser, like all these things that we take pride in. And it's kind of strange because you take pride in our own like old segregated neighborhood. Yet at the same time, you want to see a melting pot. How do those things coexist going forward, do you think? You know, it's not going to be easy in the beginning. I watched this election cycle and I watched people um, almost demonize uh, candidates who um, embraced, and I'll just be, you know, I've always been real with you all and, and said it like it was, no beating around the bush. I saw people, um, you know, demonize candidates who were, for instance, close to the Bangladesh community and go, look at them. They're, they're taking over our community. So it's not going to be easy. Um, and change is always hard. You know, when African-Americans started moving into certain neighborhoods, you had white flight. And you have people going, I don't want to be there because, you know, black people are moving in. Um, and now you have this dynamic that's happening in the city of Buffalo in which you have uh, people, new Americans moving in and staying um, and buying property. And, you know, you have elected officials who are being blamed. Why are they allowing this to happen? And it's not anybody allowing. It is the American way of people being able to move in communities. And um, I don't think it's going to be easy. I think it's going to be a, you're going to have a different segregation now. You're going to have a different dynamic of us and them. But I do believe in my heart that the people who understand change, embrace change, and we all become each other's neighbor and not each other's enemy. You, uh, as you mentioned, still with uh, True Bethel, still a pastor there, and I'm wondering if kind of in your mind that role that you have at True Bethel, the role as a community leader, I mean, it still kind of goes on, right? You might not be Common Council president, but somebody in that position, and there's many of those uh, people who fit the bill all across Buffalo, you still have a, a very important role in leading the community. Well, you know, I was active in this community before I had the, a political title, a, uh, before I was an elected official. Um, and I'll, I'll continue to do whatever it is that I feel is important in this community. Um, you know, I told somebody yesterday, we're like, oh, I'm going to miss you. I'm like, I, I don't plan on dying soon, um, so I'll still be around. But I've been active in this community. Um, I still oversee churches across the state. Um, and, uh, you know, I was just at the governor's mansion recently for dinner um, and, and having still having a voice um, and, and a, a voice that um, I'm not going to change. My, my convictions are still the same. I believe in helping those who need our help the most. Um, I just um, I won't be on the 14th floor of City Hall, but I, I will be in our city. Well, it was great to talk with you, and I hope you have a good time in your. Uh, I do you call it retirement? 
I don't know. No, I'm retired. Yeah, I get a I get a pension check. Yeah, well, okay. There you go. <laughs> I taught school and I've been in the state system. Uh, so, yeah, it is actually a retirement, and uh, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I'm grateful for it. Well, wish you the best in your retirement. I'm sure we'll uh, talk again at some point in the future. Reverend Darius Pridgen, who's leaving the Common Council, uh, who's served as president for nearly a decade, have been in the Common Council for 12 years. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.